Toxic positivity is like you're just straight up ignoring the bad in your life and just acting like everything's yeah. all good. Optimism is you recognizing that maybe things are shitty or you're going through a negative situation, but you're like, all right, this is it's like, you know, it's OK. Like, I'm going to get through this thing and, you know, there's going to be a brighter future and everything like you're still acknowledging the feeling. Hello. What's up? Um, I hello. Hi. You're <laughs> out. <laughs> Me and Lily just had a, like a. She came over like three hours ago. Now mm-hmm. we've been kikiing for like three hours. And we're about we to do another do. hour and a half kiki. I'm obsessed. Yeah. That's all. Really, all we do. Like half the time I'm with Christina. I'm like, this might as well be a, an episode right now. No, I like, know. Sometimes we're talking about shit, and I'm like, I'm like, wait, we wait, should wait, just wait. be recording <laughs> yeah. this. Hold that thought. Like, no, literally hold the thought. But uh, we're back we're alone again but uh i don't know maybe next week we'll have a guest or something life has just been like so chaotic we can't really like schedule <sighs> guests so in right now because <laughs> yeah well we're gonna get into it lily officially moved yesterday yeah uh so we'll get into that in a bit but before we get into that let's do toxic thing of the week let's jump into it i also have somewhere to be after this uh so booked yeah. and busy booked and busy baby but Love okay um are you still thinking about your toxic thing should I go first I got, go go first I have one but. okay okay so my toxic thing of the week is that it's kind of like stupid and funny um it's literally I was texting Lily it's about real. this yesterday that's yeah. what it is no that's exactly it's what fucking it is. real it's real as fuck so <laughs> basically uh over the weekend it's Monday today so Saturday night, me and Big Jeans went to dinner, came to my place, watched Harry Potter, slept together, whatever. Great. And then yesterday, he woke up and he had this meeting to go to. And we were under the impression that he was going to come back to my apartment after the meeting. And he was going to work on his stuff on his laptop. And I was going to like edit my video separately and whatever. And we were still going to, you know, continue hanging out because... You know, we were talking about this, like the gradual increase of time spent when you're like in a relationship where you go from Mm -hmm. like you spend the day together and then they spend the night and leave in the morning and then they spend the night and they spend the entire day and then they end up sleeping over a second time. And they have a change of clothes at your place. Yeah, no, exactly. And then it just turns into like the ultimate like marathon. So that's what me and Big Jeans have like been on recently. So like that's what I was expecting was going to happen. And uh, so he goes to this meeting, though, and like I said, I was like thinking he's going to come back after, but I had to edit my YouTube video and I had so much to do. And so I'm texting Lily and I'm like, you know what? Like Big Jeans is at this meeting right now and he's supposed to come back over after. But honestly, like I really hope he kind of changes his mind because I just need to like work on my own stuff and like be alone for a sec and you know, whatever. And Lily's like, yeah, like I feel that whatever, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. So like, let's just hope that like he changes his mind, wants to go home, whatever. And then he leaves the meeting and, and he's like, know? and what do you he know? He has the audacity to change his mind. <laughs> audacity. Men to do exactly what you wanted him to do. No, exactly. You didn't tell him you wanted him to do that. Right. So he texts me and he's like, hey, like, I actually think I'm going to go home. I really want to work on like this clothing thing. And, you know, he had his laptop on him. But the big thing was that he didn't have like his like he uses like a, you know, a regular computer mouse. And he says it's like really annoying to do what he does on just the laptop. He has so much equipment too. Like, no, I could see so how much. He, he literally has like, home. like fucking, he has like the gigantic dual monitors and like, yeah, you know, that man he has does. more gadgets than anyone I know. No, I know. Yeah. It's insane. But anyway, so yeah, he's like, so I'm going to go home. And I was like, oh, like, <laughs> okay. 
okay you get hit by a bus while you're at it like great like you know i hope a crackhead approaches you on the j train like but then so then he like actually i don't know if i told you this part but he like like 20 minutes goes by and then i text him and i'm like so are you like sure you don't want to come over christina who did not want him to come over who was too busy it's like it's no. so classic. It's like once someone says no, then you want no. Exactly. More. Literally, I was like telling Lily, it's like that scene in Euphoria where Maddie and you didn't see Euphoria, right? Yes, I did. I oh, you did. Yeah. I've okay. Seen so yeah, Maddie and uh, fuck, what's his name? Nate. Nate. Oh. Yes. <laughs> they're in the fucking. Uh, they're in the the hot tub, yes. and she's like, she's like. I don't know what they were even talking no, about. Someone I think said, like, are you dating? dating and he said, no. And, and then she was like, why'd you I say know. no? He's why'd like, because no. we're not dating. She's right. like, but why'd you say it like that? Yeah. She's like, I know. I said no, but why are you saying no? Yeah, yeah. Like, you so know, that's, like, that's literally how I felt. He's like, no, like, I really need to like, you know, I need my mouse or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And then I texted Lily and I was like, you remember how earlier? I know. I literally was like, remember earlier when I was like, oh, like, I kind of hope big jeans ends up going home. Like, I have a lot of shit to do. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, guess what? He decided to go home he decided how to have the audacity he, how dare he so i was upset this <laughs> is then, such a thing as a girl i feel yeah. like like we're not actually like clingy and like we love to be alone and like whatever yeah. but we want to feel like the guy is, yeah, like, yeah wants to be with us more than we actually even want to be with them yeah <laughs> no so, so i was like texting Lily like the audacity and then i was just telling her before that when that was happening i was like sitting on my couch on my phone and i'm like staring at the text messages and i'm like upset and then at one point i'm just like Chris, like literally out loud was like stop yeah, like, like christina stop no. and then i just like got up and i started cleaning my bathroom and then i started editing and everything was fine at the end but yeah so that is my toxic thing of the week we're just a little mushy that's <laughs> yeah. why you know i am I mean? because i just love i'm not like, like on my own and then i just yeah. get sucked into it like i've been like a little bit mushier in the past week for some reason yeah, yeah so i don't know just, like i was really mushy like you know those few months last year and yeah. then now I'm like not like you just kind of go through eras yeah too. yeah and you're like you guys are just getting really serious so it's like exciting yeah. and it makes sense no so. exactly and like um oh what the fuck was I gonna say I don't know lost my train of thought whatever I was telling Christina my thing is like um uh, I always notice it when I've been hanging out with my boyfriend for a while and then he goes to leave like I'm yeah. always like I don't want you to leave like whatever and I like half mean it half don't right. but I I feel it in the moment I'm like no I don't want him to go the second he's out the door I couldn't be happier yeah. I'm like God. literally thank God I have clean. so much to do and just like I want to go on TikTok and like do things yeah I just like need my own space sometimes but it's like you want them to want to stay like I just want to be like I just like like this is what I was gonna say before I love just like being in the presence of my man but like doing my own thing like I love when he spends like the entire day at my apartment and he's just on his laptop working on you know his like whatever the hell he's working on and then I'm on my laptop like editing a video editing the podcast doing whatever cleaning my apartment like we could be just like completely silent not speaking Mm -hmm. at all but it's just like nice to just like yeah it's like somebody um, around it's like running errands with your partner too. yeah it's like, like, it's like it's just nice to have like a buddy yeah you know? no it is it is 100 percent. i'm yeah. like the biggest advocate for that no exactly <laughs> but all right well do you have a I mean, thing now like christina was saying i've been moving so i haven't really been doing anything you know what actually as i'm saying that what am i fucking talking about do you remember the state that i was in on friday night hello i showed up oh, to that party like so yeah drunk. oh <laughs> yeah i forgot about that with like a handle tequila oh i in have my, the, vlo- in I my have the vlog per- clip oh i watched it today actually you. 
it was have no recollection of you taking you were like that, that you were like but. no in the vlog you're like no this is not gonna be my first debut you're oh, like i showed up with a handle of tequila in my jacket like yeah. no i had like this cunty little like purse on my shoulder and then i'm like walking to the party and i pull out like a full handle of tequila <laughs> but it's funny because this was not i wasn't planning on sharing the story but it's funny because i haven't really been drinking the past two months like not mm. even like on purpose like yeah. i kind of accidentally did dry jan and just haven't been drinking at all much less like taking shots you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so i'm with um my boyfriend and like our two guy friends and wasn't supposed to go out like christina was gonna go out and i bailed like whatever somehow got roped into going and i have one cocktail and then As god intended uh, yes and then L- lily literally touched me she's like no like i don't think i'm gonna go no, so like, i go I have a lot I, of things i thought i was do. gonna meet my boyfriend for ramen and that we were gonna come right back home and finish packing whatever i go to meet him he goes he ambushed me because he knew that it was the only way to get me to go he right. was like everyone's about to show up at this bar right you're gonna you be have no so choice excited about- i was like okay you have okay. no choice i was like i just told christina i wasn't going no like but, okay. literally 10 minutes prior yeah. and then i get a text from her she goes actually i'm coming and i'm bringing all of the boys <laughs> i was like oh tequila oh yeah, and a bottle. She goes, I'm actually accidentally drunk. By the way, I'm coming to the party. By the way, I'm bringing all the guys. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I bought Sick. that bottle. I was so mommy. Yeah. And I was like, we're all going to split it. I knew that wasn't happening. Um, <laughs> I bought that bottle and everyone drank it. It was great. But it was just funny because I like haven't been drinking. And yeah. I'm usually like, I'm a little bit of a lightweight, but not like crazy. I took, I had one cocktail, one shot of tequila. Avery looks at me and was like, you're hammered yeah. I was like yes sir yes I am Sometimes it's but just, then I, I took know. like three more and I was just yeah. sipping on it I was no dude I'm like I don't consider myself a lightweight either but some it's nights so weird yeah. to say, sometimes I swear to god it depends on like the drinks and whatever like sometimes what I will have one cocktail and, yeah. and be like on my ass yeah. and other times I'm like four cocktails I'm, like, deep trying and I'm only, to get like, drunk yeah I'll like take two shots and I'm like I am sober it's so bizarre yeah, yeah. but Friday night was one of those nights where I had two sips of alcohol and I was yeah. shit faced but I just remember like you this is why I'm so over the sober sober era Christina because you were like talking <laughs> to me for so long and I was just sitting there like uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I, I was like listening but I was also like this, is she just looking at me like I'm the stupidest person ever right now because I, I just felt like I looked drunk you know I was like looking no I didn't think you looked drunk at I don't think I'm you so drunk good at, at like hiding how drunk I am really people always yeah be like, you were drunk and I'm like oh you I couldn't what? yeah see. I, I couldn't agree see. yeah like la- that night I felt like you were like fine no, I know yeah. I was a fi- everyone's like what's you drinking and I'm like Dr. Pepper yeah. they're like where'd you get that Dr. Pepper I'm like oh I, I brought, I brought it, from, it home. from home that made me laugh so hard you're like I got a Dr. Pepper from home yeah. I was like what the fuck you know what though I did go to the liquor store beforehand and I got like a pack of hard seltzers for everybody for else because I was yeah. like I don't want to show up empty-handed I'm still gonna show up with alcohol but I'm gonna throw a little DP one or two DPs Love in it. there for myself that wasn't supposed to be that wasn't really a toxic thing of the week it kind of was because I just got absolutely hammered for no reason yeah unplanned. oh and she also had to be up like hella early the next day too so to early. like start packing so early didn't sleep at all and then had to get up so early the next day my roommate's mom was there and like it was a whole day and then the next day my mover showed up at 6 45 in the morning yeah so I like didn't yeah. sleep for two days that so. literally happened when I was moving also that like the movers were supposed to, I think it was actually the same exact yeah. thing they were supposed to show up between like 7, 7 and 8 and or 10. something and they showed yeah. up at like 6 a.m yeah I was, I was like, like oh they'll come at like 7 30 if anything yeah 6 yeah I was like okay you good know, morning everyone. I think I literally told them on the phone they were like yeah like we're at your building I'm like oh my god you're I think I told them I was like I wasn't expecting you guys for another hour you're gonna have to give me like 30 minutes like yeah. because also I was working with roadway and I was like 
filming like the whole thing for like oh, Instagram and stuff. Decent. So I was like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I gotta look like kind of decent. Like, yeah, that's so funny. Oh my god, it was a whole thing. But let's actually get into housekeeping. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, we're talking move. about moving, and she officially moved yesterday. So I'm a Green Point girly now. Yeah. Slash Green Point girly. Mommy. Well, my toxic thing of the week was gonna be that my boyfriend did everything for the move, and that he's moving too. And he was like, Are you? So what time are you coming to help me move? And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Oh. I'm a little girl. Doesn't really seem like something I do. I'm a little baby girl. I don't but, know how to do that. Right. Anyway, but yeah, so I moved. Very exciting. I'm like a walk away from Christina, which yeah. is insane. Balled out at Brooklyn in yesterday. Let's fucking go. Oh, yeah. She was like <laughs> texting me. I like, literally like have Christina's bed now. Yeah. Did I, you get the pillows too? Did you go to I Casper? I got Casper. I got, you got two Casper pillows. pillows. Oh. They were a little flimsier than I expected. I think really? I'm going to get, I'm going to have those two and then get another two that are a little thicker really something. are you like you like a more firm pillow because i, I don't think so okay then that's but i probably like having why. i think i like having both you know what i mean okay like david liked it the flimsy one anyway enough yeah. about pillows um pillows but, are important oh my god so important but i really like balled out i'm like this is my big girl like room like yeah i still live with roommates and stuff but i was like i want to have nicer shit like i'm done with like amazon bedding and like she no the crap. older the older you get you just like you just have to start investing. You as, the older also, you get, the more like, you realize the things that yes. you need to invest in and the things that you absolutely don't. Yes, a hundred percent. And it's like you can spend a hundred dollars on a desk on Amazon. I've done that, done that shit like that for years. Yeah, it actually has cost me more money because yeah. I've bought so many dressers, up and so shit. many bed frames, and so many. It, they literally fall apart. Like they're yeah. really bad. So it's worth it to get good stuff. But yeah, yeah. No, especially your bedding. Yeah, especially the bedding. Oh my especially god, I'm falling out. On yeah, Brooklinen, amazing. Casper, amazing. My whole mattress and like all that shit. My pillows are Casper. My entire bedding is Brooklinen. I've been a Brooklinen girly for like a minute now I I started using them when I was living in Hudson Yards and I just like have never looked back and my mom is like still like somebody that like she just doesn't like get it she's like she's like why are you spending like so much on your bedding but a little and that surprises me usually I feel like a mom would I know my my mom is like no more than $20 on sheets at Costco honey like that's my mom my mom has like a heart attack if I spend more than $50 on a pair of shoes your mom is so funny that's just the Long Island mom for you (laughs) but yeah no so that's that but my mom literally like she's slept at my apartment like two or three times now and every time she yeah. sleeps over she's like you have such a comfortable bed everybody that sleeps in my apartment is like you have the most comfortable bed even yep. big jeans brought it up again the other day yep. I was like no it's Holy so shit. worth it like yeah. I don't even have like a duvet cover yet or like I just had like a plain comforter and like my I got sheets from cozy earth not sponsored they did send them to me though and they're fucking they do on- sponsor a lot of pods <laughs> they do so. sponsor a lot of pods i wanted to say not sponsored but um the cozy earth sheets oh my god if you want to ball out on it they're so good but i got in bed last night and my boyfriend was like damn you live in nice like what the hell like the yeah. bed was on- i felt like it wasn't like a hotel bed even nicer like it was amazing so yeah but the move very exciting yep. the girls are growing we're down the street from each other. I live with girls. It's just a girly world. Yeah, right now. no. We, we went to go. She texted me this morning that she was like going to a coffee shop to work on some stuff. I was like, oh my God. I, girls, first walk to get coffee through the neighborhood. This is I iconic. I can't even like tell you the energy shift I felt this morning. It yeah. was kind of like weird. Like I like have been sleeping in so late, lazy, like just not doing my best, not <laughs> working my hardest and not doing my best. I woke up at like eight today and just was like getting ready, go to get coffee. Yeah. Already said, got more work done than like my coworker started at like 10 and I was already done. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? It was so nice. But definitely Ugh. feeling that energy shift. For I love sure, it. I am all for it. I am selfishly excited for this era of her life. 
Yeah, now I'm like, I get why people live in these nice neighborhoods. You really do have a better life. No, like, <laughs> the quality really... of life is it's worth the extra up. money. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, G and T, everybody. That rhymes. I've never done that before. Very good. Wow, G&T, this is a good one, though. Everybody, you yeah, went the guys. Oh, we have. This is longer than the episode, <laughs> dude. This shit's insane. I'm gonna like try and run through it as much as I can, but. Okay, there's only one thing. And we're talking about on GNT. My two queens. Yeah. Uh, the two queens of rap are beefing. And I love them both so much. So I'm like, fuck, this is tough. But, and yeah. they both have really good points. <laughs> no, it's, dude, this shit is nuts. So basically, uh, hold on, I gotta put my coffee down for this one. Uh, all right, so Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion are beefing, guys. They're beefing hard. We're sure you've heard about it. I. Was doing research for this episode to talk about this. And this shit just, oh my God, I couldn't even keep up. Nicki Minaj's Twitter is all Meg. <laughs> Please go look at it. It's, guys, like, it's, it's so just funny. insane. But, like, basically getting you caught up to speed, what happened was Meg the Stallion released a new song called Hiss. Um, and she was basically making, like, a bunch of shots at, like, a bunch of different, like, people and artists and whatever. But there's some lyrics in there that say, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I don't really know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all don't want me to start. That's the lyrics. And if you guys don't know Megan's law, I wrote down like the definition of it. It is a federal law in the USA that requires law enforcement to make information available to the public regarding registered sex offenders. And so the reason why <gasps> this is like a big like beef and everything. I didn't know Nikki's so okay, I'm not gonna confirm that, but apparently, uh, who one of those like popular Twitter pages said that her brother is also a like pop crave or like one of those like sources. So it's not like a super reliable source, but yeah, the but number you one can, thing you can see if someone's a sex offender publicly. So yeah, like, maybe like look that up or something. Hmm. But for sure, everybody knows Nicki Minaj's husband is a registered sex offender. <laughs> um, and brother TBD. But I think a few people were saying the and, brother was too. Is he? Did you look it up? I I think he is. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So her husband and her brother are registered sex offenders. So obviously that was like a dig. And then Nicki Minaj, she then previewed a new song like right after that, like, you know, song came out and everything. She previewed her new song and the lyrics in it say, Bad bitch, she like six foot. I call her Bigfoot. A bitch fell off. I told him get up on their good foot. Which, this is a reference to Megan Thee Stallion and the Tory Lane stuff that went on. Because if you guys remember, this is like a while ago now, I believe. I'm, I'm deep in this right now yeah, on No, it's, there's <laughs> so many factors of this. This is why I was well, getting so I fucked up writing the, all this obviously stuff. Obviously the Tory Lane's like thing about her foot. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So that was because... Uh, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot. Never fucking uh, forget. Never forget that entire thing that went on. That's like a whole forget. thing in I itself. I felt so bad for Meg during that time. People saying that it wasn't real and that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what Nikki, didn't she say something like, where's the scar? I have no idea, dude. There's so Someone, many. Like, I think she said something like that on live where she was like, where's the scar? Like, bitch, what, I don't what do you know. want her to do? That's Post what I'm saying. Is that, like, there's just so many like things. <laughs> <laughs> this was so hard to follow. Anyways. I literally wrote down bullet points and then I started getting lazy at the end because I was like, what is going on? So then I have Meg posted this like IG story. It was her like laughing and stuff. 
And then Nikki kept coming at Megan. Uh, she made, I don't, I, I, do you know what Station Head is? I don't know if it's maybe a radio station or I don't know what it is. But basically somebody, there was a quote like that she said something to Station Head or on Station Head. I don't know. But it says, she said, how many dicks of abusers have you sucked knowingly? Bringing up 13-year-old T from when a man was 15 being lied on is not the flex you think it is. 30 Constantly, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, she said, and well, the thing said, the source that I got it from said 13-year-old T. I think like 13 years old. No, because it was 30 years ago that he did it. Oh. Her husband? He did it when he was 15 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a 13-year-old T from when a man was 15. Okay, whatever. Anyways. Constantly, huh. constantly mentioning a man who isn't an artist, isn't on social media, is just shows me you have nothing like your flows. You are still learning how to rap, and that's the truth. And then she tweeted she was calling her a horrible actor that can't cry on cue and a pathological manipulative liar. Uh, on IG Live, she said something like three Grammys and you have to learn how to rap on the beat. And then this is where I started just getting like lazy with it because I was like, what the fuck is going on? She's been liking every single tweet to do with Meg The Stallion, like making fun of her doing this, that Nikki's Twitter. Like, let me just go through this. OK, she tweeted about her dead mother. Yeah, which um, what? it doesn't say, guys, like you need to just like scroll through her Twitter. It's absolutely insane. And then also she fully released her diss track Bigfoot like a day ago or so. And apparently she also tweeted that she has five songs ready to go if Meg tries to deny anything that she said on her songs. Guys, the best way I could describe this, though, is just take a scroll through her Twitter. I screenshotted some tweets. Well, I screenshotted two. Which I'm like this one is about deep into her husband right now. That's what I'm doing. In case no, wondering. like this tweet says this. Is, guys, this is insane. It says y'all want to bring up family members and lying on your dead mother. Lied to Gail, lied on and fucked your best friend's man. Told me to drink and go to the clinic if I was pregnant. All because I wouldn't let your funky butt pour liquor down my throat. Bitch thinks she a bully because she get a Rock Nation brunch every year. Be what? mad at party he told all your tea but you taking shots in my family <laughs> get up on your good foot hashtag pink friday too <laughs> platinum go apologize to your mother nasty serpent repent get up on your good foot's crazy no and then the other one said oh after the first God. no it literally says after the first drop <laughs> after the first one dropped this is her talking about the song if that pussy asshole so much as breathe wrong i'ma empty the clip yep, if that. what pussy asshole deny <laughs> one thing i say <laughs> i'm posting clip. every fucking receipt known to man five yes you heard me did five extra songs we've been waiting on you ho play hashtag pink friday two non-stop barbs love you <laughs> See, I'm Guys, curious what receipts Nikki has, though. I am a little curious. Like, yeah. I feel like what Meg is saying about Nikki, about, like, her husband and, like, this random... It's, like, I'm just confused, like, what happened between them to make them be bringing up, like, their family matter. Like, yeah. what what actually... I'm so confused. I'm sorry. I just got... This I is totally so off topic. I just, I just got an email that this freaking company keeps fucking up the thing again. I'm like, oh what, is it? what is it? Oh, my God. Anyways, um, like, what even, yeah, like, I don't, happened, I don't, though? Like, like, they're making fun of, like, oh, you got shot and your mom's... Blah, blah, blah. Like, what is that I, even? Guys, like, what is the correlation? I just... I have no fucking clue. Like I said, I this was so hard 
to, to like follow. follow. I was like, oh, like I'm gonna write about, like I'm gonna write down, like you know, the why details, whatever, blah 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 blah. Yeah. They're just. And then no I was just why. like, yeah. At a point, I just stopped and I just scrolled because I was like, oh, I'm gonna go on Nicki Minaj's Twitter and I'm gonna find the tweets like about Meg, and I'll quote him on the show. And then I went to her Twitter, <laughs> and it's nuts. She's still going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like. I don't know. And it's. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, this shit just goes absolutely insane. So I I feel like Meg did some like I feel like what Meg is saying about Nikki is way more like valid. Like, yeah, Nikki is married to a fucking sex offender and he he did rape a woman. I, I just read the whole thing and I have read about it before. Like he did assault a woman in 1994, pled guilty. Served four years. And mm-hmm. then in 2019, there was more evidence that came up to prove even further that he did it 100%. Mm-hmm. So, like, she is fully married to a man that did yeah. that. And her, like, I love Nicki Minaj. I'm a huge fan. But, like, at least what Meg was, like, saying about her was fucking valid. Like, yeah. her comeback was bad. And, like, yeah. I usually will always stand by Nicki. But, like, girl, what? You're no. coming for her for getting but shot? But this is, like, literally some of the most, like, iconic in, well, not, <laughs> maybe iconic's not the word, but kind of iconic. No, it is iconic. Rapper beef. No, it is iconic. Female rapper beef. And but like, what she's coming at Meg for is so stupid, like, getting shot, like, things out of her control. Yeah. Her mom dying, but, but. The, the mom time, dying is, like. It's crazy. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm, like, Meg must have done something for Nikki to, like, get, I don't know. Unless she was just like getting really like defensive about her husband. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But like then. But why did Meg come for Nikki in the first place? Like what the fuck happened? I don't know. Maybe it was just because you said that she was making Meg. The song was her making disses at like a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. It was a diss track. So I don't know. Maybe she's just like. Yeah. I I don't don't know. But it just seems like. I don't know something must have happened because a female rapper who they've collaborated maybe you guys know something that we don't if anybody knows why they're beefing specifically like like outside of like you know all of this please like let us know I'm so confused yeah because something had to have (laughs) happened like I have no clue keep us posted guys because I because like you know know. I don't even remember what the core thing between Cardi B and Nikki was I think it was that Cardi B like came up on the scene and kind of like didn't pay her respects to Nikki and like said that like she wasn't the best female rapper and like she kind of it like Nikki really? really like yes there was female oh God, rappers I don't follow Nikki. I don't follow this stuff you yeah, know but you know her and Cardi B hate each other you know that I believe so yeah if they got remember they like two years ago they got almost got in, like a physical fight in an award show or something like Nikki or Cardi like went for her or something I feel like that happened but they, they hate each I, other oh god I have no fucking clue once again I'm oh my god horrible with that. keeping up remember they had the song motorsport Cardi B Nikki uh offset motorsport put that thing in sport you don't know that song? Oh my I don't god. know I maybe we listen I'm horrible with this stuff ironically enough like because like I know we do, we do the segment, segment. yeah <laughs> but I'm horrible with keeping up with these things but I remember Whatever. it was that Cardi B, like, I, I don't remember exactly what happened, but she disrespected Nikki. Like, yeah. Cardi B was in the wrong. And, like, Nikki, if you're going to be a female rapper, like, you better respect Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Eyes. Like, she is the greatest of all time, the yeah, biggest yeah, of all yeah. time. So, but that's why I'm surprised because when Meg came on the scene, she said how much she loved Nikki and Beyonce and how they were, like, her everything. They did a song together. Like, she idolized Nikki. That was, like, her biggest. Yeah. So I think that's why Nikki liked Meg. She, like, really appreciated that she, yeah, like, yeah. So I don't know what could have happened between them because they were like this. They yeah. were like, I don't know, but I need to know. Yeah. Tell if me. you guys know, maybe there's something out there that we, like I said, we're not caught up on. Because I'm eating this so up. Let us know. But yeah, that's like the only thing we have for GNT this week because it's just so much. And like we said, guys, like if you if you need to understand it, go to Nicki Minaj's Twitter 
take a nice little walk through it yeah, it's listen to their insane. songs. Listen, like yeah, random. listen to each song. Yeah, so we <laughs> we listened to the song when we were preparing for this episode. Uh, I don't know what's happening. We don't know what's happening. Like all I know is I want her to drop the other five. I know. I want to hear the other five. I know she's got them too. I want to know she's what's crazy. going on. Anyways, uh, but that's that. Let's get into our actual topic of the week. Let's. Topic of the week. I've never said that before, but whatever. We're talking toxic positivity, so let's do it. All right, guys, we're talking about toxic positivity today. Um, this, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised we didn't talk about this yet. This is, <laughs> this is like my biggest yeah. fault. So, no, <laughs> yeah, Lily has some experience with toxic positivity. Um, you know what? We're thinking of like episode ideas and then I forget where, I think it was like reading something online and somebody said something about toxic positivity and I was like wait a minute that would make a great episode because that's literally basically where you're just being like we'll read the exact definition a little bit but where you're just being overtly positive to try and like mask the bad in your life and not actually like dealing with it yeah so you know it's something that everybody I feel like everybody does this at some point when they just like don't really feel like dealing up front with like the you most know, common issues or way is when you're dating someone yeah as in relationships yeah oh my when, God. when a guy's horrible to you but you don't want your friends to know because, yeah like whatever yeah or just like very like avoidant yeah. people in general and like you know so that's that so basically okay so like the actual definition of toxic positivity is the pressure to only display positive emotions suppressing any negative emotions feelings reactions or experiences it uh Oh, sorry, I fucked this up. It invalidates human experience and can lead to trauma, isolation, isolation. Oh my god, I can't talk. And unhealthy coping coping mechanisms. Oh my god, you know what? You know why I'm like blah, 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 because I I the was coffee. literally yep I was yeah. calculating my milligrams of caffeine before recording. I was like, mm. okay, so I had 200 milligrams, <laughs> and the daily limit is supposed to be 400 milligrams. So if I have one more coffee, that's like 100 milligrams, and like I won't Do you guys go over hear the daily right li- now. <laughs> You guys literally hear her now? <laughs> it's affecting my uh, my concise speaking. But you guys get the point. It's basically, you know, when you are essentially wearing a mask where, you know, you are masking these negative emotions or, you know, things, experiences that you're having, that you're having. You're just masking it by acting like everything's okay. You're trying to, you know, find a way to make it seem like it's okay when, you know, it's actually not and it might be something bad and, you know, you're upset, but you're just not expressing that to like, you know, another level. There's things that like, you know, there's obviously people that have negative emotions and maybe they don't want to, you know, share them or talk about them like as openly and everything. But toxic positivity is like when you have these negative emotions, but you're just making it dismissing you know, them. Almost. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. And it, can, and it, it. can be like for different reasons. It can be like one, you don't want people to know or like two, you don't want to be like the negative friend or like yeah. or like you're not good at being vulnerable. Like it can be for different reasons, but like whatever it is, you're for whatever reason, just not able to like. Yeah, say no, exactly. On. And like, I guess we can go back and forth kind of like with our own experiences, because yeah. like I said, I feel like so many people have experienced this in their lives at least one time whether it be in a relationship or you know a family situation or a work situation you know all those sorts of things I tend to still well not still do this because the good thing at least for me is I was thinking about this before the episode 
if I do the toxic positivity thing and I definitely have before like in my last relationship you know with my narcissistic boyfriend I definitely was very guilty of this of being like oh my god like you know it's fine that he's following a million girls on Instagram that are all 19 and blonde like it's like really actually doesn't bother me like you know and then other things that like oh my god like like, he only ever did dinner like I remember like one time you were telling me you wish he would plan like yeah whatever and I I remember being like Christina you've asked him multiple times to do that and he won't do it yeah and and it's like like, oh he loves taking me to dinner yeah it's like like, you don't want to go to dinner you almost (laughs) I saw like using this word very lightly but I feel like I'll apply it to here and you guys will get what I mean it's almost like you're gaslighting yourself into believing something else you know obviously like you know, when a guy, you know, when he's, you know, when you see like a guy liking like some girl's bikini photos and he's like, all right, fine. Like, I'll just delete my Instagram. Like, you know, whatever. (laughs) It's like, you're just like gaslighting yourself into like making yourself believe like, oh my God, no, like he was out with that girl like all night, but like they're, they're literally just friends. Like, like I know that they're just friends. Like they're just really like hanging out and they're like besties. And like, you know, it's like you're, even though you know something's wrong and something is wrong, you're literally like manipulating yourself into believing that it's all good. And this is like, you know, people do this for like a million reasons. For me personally, what I say my own personal experience is that, Sometimes I do this to my friends because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I could be a very prideful person and I, you know, I've done so much in my career and made it so far and like all this stuff that when things go wrong, I don't like people knowing mm-hmm. because I'm like, and you're viewed as like, that friend that like has her shit together. Yeah, exactly. Like, so yeah, it's like, I don't want to be viewed as not that, yeah. but I mean, I've gotten like way better with that. Like I'm pretty open my friends sharing things, but also for me, um, I see a life coach every single week and so, you know, I'm able to use her as like my outlet you know maybe yeah, for the things sure? that I don't want to text me all the time so. what <laughs> yeah no I was everything. like well yeah, uh, I don't know but, about that, but yeah <laughs> no, but I, that's what I'm saying is I used to be a lot worse about it but I found myself over like you know where I really started opening up about it I think was only like towards the end of um, last year mid yes. to last year where I was just like really like starting to like open up about like different things like both telling us. yeah because like, we both went through really vulnerable things yeah. that were kind of embarrassing yeah and we realized that I think in the past when we would tell each other stuff like you know we were like young and we would just be like no fuck it like give each other tough love yeah more than we yeah yeah I think now we've proved to each other as friends that like I can tell you anything yeah and you will not you yeah know, I, like that I think we've like kind of no judgment yeah it's like yeah. a no judgment zone we were even talking okay this is actually kind of a <laughs> this is kind of a a weird example but I think might apply where um oh my god what was I gonna say the conversation that we were having oh my god we were having this conversation we knew just the other day about um What's it called? When you get older, you have like more maturity to be like real about things. Wait, yeah. we were having the conversation this morning. I don't even know what we were. Oh, we were like shitting on like some guy. And we're like, oh, but you know what? He actually did that right. And I will give him that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And so it kind of like plays into this. Like the older you get, the more this, you're, you're just like, like, this is what it is. It's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And you like become more yeah. open your friends. And when you're you younger, you're trying to like 
prove a point to people like no yeah. my relationship's perfect I, you paint this picture and you want everyone to only see that yeah. picture so you're very careful about like what you say and like whatever um but the older you get you're like oh my god yeah, I, and you I don't even have the energy like, to like do that anymore yeah, and it's like everybody like has their shit too yes. like nobody is a perfect person nobody has a perfect relationship yeah. like none of that stuff and yeah for me like I I struggled a lot honestly I don't know if we've even talked about this but I struggled a lot with uh well, I've talked about it on the show saying no. And like sometimes, mm-hmm. even if it affected my finances, I would not say yeah. no to things. Like in like, I don't know if it was like, like I never like feared like losing my friends or anything, which is why like I ended up taking No, you like just long, never were the friend that said no. Yeah. So and like even you like, thought, you know, with like there was money, an expectation. Like, kind yeah, of. You, you exactly. probably felt that way, which yeah, makes total sense. That's a great way to put it. Because yeah. there wasn't. But like you did always say yes to things. Yeah. So like when I would ask you, I did expect you to say yes to go yeah. get dinner or go on a trip or like whatever. No, so exactly. I get why there was that expectation. Yeah, so that was like for me for like a while, I would just like, it. so how it relates to like the toxic positivity is, you know, I always had like, you know, acting like everything's good and fine and whatever, blah, 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 blah. But then I started opening up like a little bit more and like I no longer was with my manager as of like December and when I was taking a break from social media and stuff I lost out on like a bunch of income and that's something I didn't want like any of my friends to like really like know. Yeah the extent like, of. Yeah. yeah the extent of mm-hmm. and you know it was a rough like few months for me for like a little bit and so I was just still like no like it's fine everything's good like whatever yeah I could still go out and ball out on that yeah. $500 like I don't yeah, give a yeah, fuck yeah. like whatever. When that like really was not the case. I'm not <laughs> broke by any means, yeah, but, but like yeah. I just was not making the same, you know, beauty cheeky money that I was for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And it was hard. Like, you know, I didn't want to like face that reality of like, you got to cut, you got to cut back for like a little bit. But then I finally did. And, you know, I was like, you know, started getting, I told you guys in the last episode, one of my big things, like we were just said was saying no more and mm-hmm. like, you know, focusing more on like my work and making money and, you know, being able to like, cut down on things and you know if everybody wants to like go out and party all night and drink being able to be like no like I honestly don't want to go out and like spend that money right now or do those things because I gotta work and you know it's kind of like coming to like a realization with yourself so that's like yeah I'm doing so much reflecting in my brain right now yeah because well when you said that you didn't tell your friends things or whatever because you were a prideful person that probably because I was trying to figure out why why was I not able to be more vulnerable like Mm -hmm. why have I been like that and I don't really even know I feel like it has to be that could be like a good therapy conversation there has to yeah, be something probably deeply it takes there yeah me. it takes like a lot I'm, of like self-reflection to figure out like the why like yeah. you know and it took me a while too because I was like I also couldn't figure it out because I was like I don't know why I don't want to talk to my friends about this because like I know they're not going to care they're not going to view me any differently they're not going to love me any less so like what's the issue but I think it was literally just me getting in my own way because I've just been this person for so long to my friends that I was like you know I'm always the friend that's like yeah let's go spend $300 on that dinner and to be the friend that's like oh actually I don't feel like going out and spending you know money tonight I was like in my I was like psyching myself out that like I was like changing this image of me but you know so it's it's more like it's in also, your own head yes it's so deeply subconscious too because my boyfriend was the one that literally made me aware of this and like was like this is a really big problem we were like hadn't been dating that long and he started to notice that like when we would go through hard times he'd be like you know, did you talk to Christina or whatever? And I'd be like, no, I don't tell her. Like, I didn't tell her. Like, don't tell yeah, her that yeah, we got yeah, in a fight. Yeah. Like, I would just be like weird. Like, what the fuck? And mm-hmm. eventually he'd be like, 
Lily, like you need to be vulnerable with your friends. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, but I don't want them to know that you did that because then they'll hate you and like whatever. And he's yeah. like, no, they won't. Like, yeah. And I don't really know where it all came from because I kind of was like that in my other relationships. But at the same time, I don't know. It was just kind of like a subconscious thing that I he kind of started to call me out for. And like can over I, and over again would what? No, I was, I was going to say, can I suggest something? What? That you could totally correct me if I'm wrong. I but will, just yeah. my my spidey senses tingling, my life coaching senses tingling. Do you feel you think it has to do with my ex? No. Oh, okay. No. Um, I was gonna say more so, do you feel like with like your current boyfriend specifically, because you guys had like a little bit of a roller coaster in the beginning oh, and yeah. there was a lot of uncertainty. And because of that, it's like, you know, you would, you know, break up and it would be like bad and we all be like, fuck him. And then you guys mm-hmm. would get back together and everything's good. And then you broke up like again. It was like, fuck him again. Do you feel like maybe subconsciously you're like, I don't want to tell my friends that we're having issues because oh for sure that like, definitely was part of it yeah it's like what am I trying to word like I don't want to tell my friends we're having issues because they're gonna be like oh like again like totally. sort of thing no that was totally part of it but then when when he brought it to my attention that I did that I realized yeah. that I've been doing it for a long time yeah like my because I was like oh maybe I didn't have friends in my life like Christina that I could yeah but then I thought about it and like my best friends from home were the least judgmental the judgmental people in the whole world like Maggie Sarah Jeremy whatever my hometown friends like I could tell them anything and they wouldn't care but like I did I remember like my high school relationships like crazy shit would happen never told my friend like I've kind of been like that for a long time you know what well here's the thing sometimes that's a good thing like yeah you know, like you I'm, don't a, want, I'm a private you don't person to, and I always will yeah be. you don't need to talk I don't tell about, everyone all my business yes and I this is will. actually another episode that I wanted to do that I had written down is specifically boundaries in your relationship when it comes to like the outside world with, yeah like what you share I'm what never you don't. gonna be someone but, that tells my friends like every, every last, little fight yeah. I'm just not like that and it's like not and it's not even to the point where I'm like trying to hide anything. It's like, but I need to only share yeah. it when it's like the, when the big stuff happens. Like I have yeah, to yeah, share yeah. that stuff. Like I have to like let my friends in. But I am always going to be a more private person. Now that I'm really, I feel like I'm in a therapy session right now because now I'm like thinking about <laughs> when I was a kid in high school. I feel like, like I need to like psychoanalyze you. And I think I think I've kind of figured it out is because I my family's like very normal and like whatever. But we've had a lot of shit mm-hmm. happen over the years that I hid in elementary school starting then I had to I didn't have to but I felt like I did hide yeah. it from friends so I think I was so used to like having a home wait hide life. what from friends things that happened in my home like okay. uh, like with yeah, my siblings yeah, and, like yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. various things that have Got happened it. in my family I always felt like we're so like no one else was going through it yeah. and so I would hide it like I had these crazy things happening in yeah. my life especially like at like such a young oh, age 11, too 12. everybody's like you know yeah. you're not you're not I'm in middle school most young children yeah. are not faced with like those sorts of things and so you yeah. don't want to you know at 11 years old your friends are talking about going outside for recess and playing this and is you're fascinating thinking I've never about, thought about this before yeah but I actually think that could be a huge part of it yeah and then I think I started dating all guys that were a lot older than me in high school too so that came with maybe like some things happening that the other girls in my grade weren't really experiencing yeah. like they were like I would catch him like doing drugs or I would catch him mm-hmm. I don't know doing things that like guys my age weren't so I yeah. think I was just I don't know I started to like hide things from people but like yeah I viewed it as like no I'm just like private but like yeah. there's a fine line and I sure. think it's also different like I said too like at least for me like you know I'm now I'm a pretty open book about like most yeah I would say a big 
all of my I life. Really, <laughs> I really, I really, you guys, you Ryan now, but, I'm an open book. Yeah, yeah, like, no, period. exactly. But uh, obviously, if you, which I always encourage people, get a therapist, get a life coach, get yeah. something, some sort of outside source. I obviously am lucky that I have my life coach that like the things that maybe I'm not comfortable discussing yet with my friends. I have mm-hmm. like that outside like perspective. I have the life coach that like, I could get everything out to and talk to her about like all the things and all my shit and whatnot. Um, you honestly, girl. <laughs> You need a life coach again. I know. No, or I actually think I'm going to do something. therapy. I've been, no, I've been talking about it for a while. I was like. I, I do. Th- I think right now I feel like maybe therapy would be good for you. What, I, what I do is coaching. because I did it for so long. I always like whenever I feel like I need it, I go back and I do it for as long as I feel like I need it. And yeah. then I'll because it is a, also a financial thing for a lot of people. Yeah. It is yeah. For of me. course. Um, but the ther- the therapist that I work with is like if I know it's coming it's it's pretty affordable like I can do it I'm just gonna get through my move but I've been talking about it for months I actually think I'm gonna you go you back. totally because should. I'm also in like a new era of my life yeah like very much so um feeling really good like I'm not like oh I need therapy it's almost like ironic like I feel like I need therapy because I'm entering a great era and yeah, I want to like yeah. go into it with all the tools I need well that's how I I'm felt. not like even like going through it or anything no that's how know? I felt at the Kinda beginning weird. of this year with my life coach I was like I'm actually yeah. feeling really good about this I'm year and kicking it off good, but, yeah. but it's a little overwhelming yeah, yeah. no yeah. exactly it's like I have so many things I need to like figure out like you know my first steps and everything and you know obviously you guys know I am like a life coach too but you know Doctors need doctors. Coaches need coaches. Therapists need therapy. That's just how like life is. And yeah, obviously like therapy and life coaching and that sort of stuff is, you know, it's a privilege, honestly, to, you know, to it has become more accessible, though. And I will it has again, not sponsored. BetterHelp has made it. Yeah, genuinely very, very accessible. They have like you you put in how much you make, what you you can tell them, like specifically what your situation is. Yeah, they actually read about like who you are and whatever. And then they give you a discount based on that, which is like amazing. So, yeah, they have made it more. Yeah, it's been more accessible. I will say that um Life coaching has been therapy, life coaching, whatever for me personally, it's life coaching. My parents could not understand at first why just total transparency with you guys. I pay one hundred and seventy five dollars per session for coaching. Look at that. You don't get that from a lot of influencers. I'm just going to be like straight up like no go the fuck up. So but you have the lifestyle and like I will say to my like my coach I've been with her for a long time so my rate is what my rate was in like 2020 she's never like upped it on me or anything because like we have a very good relationship and you know but yeah so I do sessions once a week for an hour and it's 175 dollars um that's how much I pay her but my parents when I started doing that you know my parents tend to be now they're so much more open to the idea especially since I started going to school like when I told them I want to go back to school and I want to be a life coach and then I started doing it my parents parents are like just so much more interested by the field and accepting and everything but my parents did have that like very old school mindset for a sec where they just like could not fathom why I was paying for a life coach or like why I wanted like a therapist or like Mm -hmm. something like that they were just like literally like deal with it yourself like I don't get it like talk to your friends like you don't need to be paying that you know they like and a lot of parents like do still have those mindsets like I said luckily mine has changed but at the time my parents just could not understand why I was paying $175 every single week to see this coach. But now that they've seen, like I've learned so much from coaching and it's helped so much, you know, with the toxic positivity things and just like everything that now they're like, think about where you were at with like, when I first met you, like when you were like in a boy band relationship. Yeah. 
your mentality with boys in general yeah. like no you know what it, it, like it's so the year Me, that uh nyu big dick like broke up with yeah. you like that period of time versus who you are now i know i like, know what you know what's so funny too is me and andrea my coach we were just talking about this the other day i was actually i was sitting down with her at my session and we're talking and i was telling her about my like dynamic of big jeans i was explaining something like uh it's so i was like healthy it's like yeah. <laughs> it's no not, it's not even funny i think like, i was saying to her like something along the lines of like yeah, like I like I would love to see big jeans and stuff, but like I told him that like I actually really need, need like my time. Like I gotta like I gotta see my and girls every this time week, you text and I need me to edit. I'm like, cool, Christina, you're better than us. Like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I'll show no. Ryan, and she's like, great, Christina, you're healthy. Right, like, we're happy for you. Like, <laughs> no, but like I'll say that I remember I was like telling her about it, and then I like stopped my sentence, and she's like silent for like a few seconds, <laughs> and then she goes, she goes, a, you are so ready to coach, and b. The woman that you are now versus when we first started working together, mm. she's like, I am. You were so sobbing over proud of you one time. <laughs> Who? Oh, <laughs> Mr. St. P. What was wrong with you? And as your friend, I was just like, no, like, what am I supposed to even mental. do here? Like, I can't even help you, bro. Like, no, that shit was mental. But like, fucking mental. yeah, it is like, it's just so wild like you know getting like that outside help and everything but also obviously talking to your friends and talking yeah. to like i don't if, <laughs> personally, like if you have close family 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 that you could talk to about all this stuff obviously and like you're comfortable talking to your family great i have actually learned over time that and i don't think this is a toxic positivity thing at all it's just personally i don't like i tell i talk to my parents about everything except my super everyone's deep gonna things. agree with what you're about to say yeah I talk to them about most things except um, my super deep things. Yeah. I talk to just a life well, coach. Well, actually, I talk to my, that's, my parents are a little different though. My mom's like, yes. my mom is a therapist, not really, yeah, but yeah, like yeah, she yeah, might yeah. as well. Basically. Be. She works in education and so she's like so about mental health and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say when it comes to my mom, I don't, <laughs> wait, I'm going to cut you off for a sec. Just for perspective, the first ever <laughs> time I met Lily's mother was during COVID at, like outside at this like shit ass Irish pub that we were taking all these shots and I just I was like two months out of my four-year relationship with boy band and she fixed you she literally was <laughs> like the deepest conversation was like oh my god so nice to meet you I mean all her friends Tell are like life everything. coaches and yeah like, like all have PhD like she's just no, like around like, the most highly educated women yeah. you could ever think of so no, she's, she's a boss oh, but I can you, I can tell my parents about everything except for um when it comes to like my relationship because <laughs> I'm thinking about I'm like you look like a girl that would have a mom named Sandy period <laughs> period <laughs> like you do you do Sandy and Craig yeah I am yeah that that's Love fair it. I yeah so fair I can see that There's like you like if I never met you before and you were like my mom's name is Sandy I'd be, be like, like yeah. yeah that sounds right that sounds about right and if you told me your mom's name was Deb I'd say yep Deb from Long Island baby. yep Debbie from Long Island period but Anyways, I don't I don't like I, with your friends it's it's not good to do this but I actually think it's just fine to do it with your parents I don't like to tell my mom the bad stuff about ironically though whenever I do she could give a fuck like yeah, she yeah, knows yeah. everything David's done and yeah. she doesn't care at all she loves him so much yeah. <laughs> and like I don't tell my parents that only because my parents are like typical like really hard-headed like New York Italians yeah. and whatever so like I tell them like 
one little tiny like fighter argument I got into yeah. like with a boyfriend and my dad is like at their door with a my fucking dad's baseball a little more like that. bat. My yeah. mom too. My mom holds grudges. grudges. I told my mom. My mom doesn't you, to a fault. I'm like, yeah. Mom. That's, <laughs> no, my mom is still, despite like fucking my you know, redhead ex-boyfriend, despite me and this man, my ex, this guy from a long time ago. Okay. I dated him when I was 16 <laughs> for like seven months and he was like a he was a huge dick to me and everything during that time but we were 16 like what seven months my mom still holds a grudge on him to this day and me and him have made amends fully he's apologized to me we're actually friends no. like we've he's my come mom to the city to would like hang, hang out, out with, with my me. exes my mom would if she came to new york she would want to get lunch with my ex that's so fucking I, funny there's just nothing wrong with her anyway right but she'd be Love. like she'd want to do a therapy session with them or something like <laughs> she's not well but yeah i can't tell my mom that deep of stuff yeah, about yeah. she has found out a lot about my current boyfriend like I think I just like accidentally was like well I gotta tell you something but yeah, like, yeah sometimes you just like break yeah and I remember like after the when we really broke up that one yeah. time I had to go home right after and I remember being like I could try to hide this I will yeah. not be able to hide this if my life depended on it like I got in the car at the airport my mom was like what happened to you yeah. <laughs> I was like oh, fuck <laughs> but yeah I feel like it's okay to do it with your parents but not as much your friends when it comes to like your relationship and yeah stuff. yeah but yeah. even like I don't know there's some stuff with my partner that like you know private stuff that like we fought about that, have to, that has to do with like him like that I don't share as much but like yeah, when it has to do with like fine. us then I will like yeah yeah things. no that's fine like I said there's boundaries in a relationship of like what you want to share what you yeah. don't share and that's up to you and your partner yeah. like what are you guys like you know cool with sharing with your friends and mm -hmm. like you know all of that stuff also but, helps now that you guys are all such good friends with him that like when I tell you something bad he did, it's never like you and Ryan. Yeah. You're, it's it's never like I like, understand how him. he is. Yes. And so I'm able to be like, okay, he's doing this because, because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or like, you know, it, it's not like if you were just like, oh, like, I don't know. You like said something about him, like he's being mean or something. And then immediately, because I don't know this man at all. I'm like, no, we all oh my know. God. Blah. Me, like, you and Ryan could write like a psychology book about my man. Like it's insane. No, truly. <laughs> we know how his brain works. Like Christina will tell me. Lily, in two weeks, he's going to do this and say this. <laughs> you, and this one. Yeah. It, and honestly, it brings me so much peace because she's never been wrong. No, I was going to say, she sent me, Lily sent me this voice memo the other week that, oh my God, boost, ego boost. Because you made me feel so much, and you, and, and you have predicted yeah. it literally by the day. Yeah. Like he moves out in two days. It's all going exactly how you said it was yeah. going to go. Literally, I'm like, I, she, Lily sent me a voice memo the other day and she was like, you know, one thing about you is that you're never wrong. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm never going to say that. I'm never going to be like, uh -huh. I'm never wrong or I told you not so. Not anymore like, anyway. I'm not going to do, yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing that shit anymore. Yeah. Sometimes I used to do that in the past. But like, you know, obviously you don't fucking need that. I'm never going to say that. But like, you should, you should just know. Yeah. You just know. No, you're, you're right. And, but you're always right when you're like, Lily, these are the stages. When you get into this type of fight, it's going to take a man a week to get to this yeah. point. And then it's going to take him another week to realize that he was wrong. And then after four days, he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I'll like look at the calendar and I'm like, fuck, she was right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just like, date. no, because men and women just operate so insanely differently. <sighs> and depending on like what the argument is and the situation, blah, blah, and, blah, and I'm what telling happens, you, the like, month of February is going to go exactly how you told me it was. <laughs> Me and my uh, boyfriend had like a rough. I can't wait December. to be right. No, it's we had like a rough December, 
not that serious whatever but like we had to like kind of after the holidays like get back in our groove like we were just like fighting for three weeks about stupid shit and then christina was like lily after the holidays this is what's gonna happen and then you guys are moving out on the first and it's gonna take him a week to readjust but then by valentine's day it's gonna be perfect and i'm like yeah well i I was just like yeah like just give it like you guys are moving out you have like two weeks until valentine's day you're gonna have a little space and it's gonna be great and i was like tweaking and then she sent this voice memo I've been fine ever since that voice memo. I don't even because know which one you're talking about. It was like weeks ago. And yeah. you were just like, this is what's going to happen. And I said, yes, okay. Ma- and, yes, ma'am. And then after that a is. week, I realized it was happening to a T, what you said. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. I gave him a few I'm adding this night. as a fucking testimony on my coaching website. No, I, oh, get me on that site. Life coach <laughs> and psychic. And no, I'm but no, I'm serious. <laughs> like, if this bitch tells you a man's going to do X, Y, and Z, he going to do it. He's going to do it. Period. Get mm-hmm. me for all your relationships. You had to follow her exact instructions or it won't work. Right. That's the only thing. <laughs> and that's I the only did. Thing. <laughs> that's the thing is you have to take I what I have taught you and put it into action to get your desired outcome and then you will get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was all mysterious for about two weeks. It went really well. <laughs> <laughs> Not the mysterious anyway. girl. All right, so anyways, back on track. We're going to just like speed Enough through. my childhood. Enough, like, we, what the no, fuck? That was, like, we <laughs> just like happened? took like a, we took like a two second like break and whatnot to switch the battery on the camera. And Lily's like, this is a really good episode. I was, I was just about to say that. I was not planning on No, like I like this. Like, But as you started like going, I was like, yeah, wait, I'm prideful. Wait, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it's wait. literally like a prideful ego thing. Like it's an ego driven yeah. thing. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so... Let me see. Some things basically that like would indicate that like, you know, you have like toxic positivity and, you know, things that you might be doing is that you are reciting positive quotes about like hard situations. Like somebody could be like, oh, like my like, uh, what's it called? They could be like, oh, my boyfriend of 10 years just dumped me. And you're like, well, I'm wording up. And it's like, <laughs> like, you don't do that like right away or like, no, or, like, oh, my God, like. I, like I, I don't know my dog just died I, no I noticed like, that people love when you're like like remember when I came to you and Hannah about David moving out about yeah and I remember like you and Ryan both were like you know this is the healthy thing the right thing but and I was yeah. like no can one of you just say that you feel bad for me sometimes you just kind of yeah. want that and it is I've been trying to do that with people like when they tell me something I'm like you know what that just sucks. But, you know, yeah. what you could do, like, I'll just kind of say that first because it just yeah. validates people. Yeah, when you of say course. That. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you just like dive in, you start like, oh, my God, well, like, look on the brighter side of things. Yeah. I think I actually wrote it's down good some to quotes. be positive. Yeah. Just stay positive. Happiness is a choice. Yeah, look yeah. on the bright side. Yeah. Like, and it's like sometimes like you just like, you know, obviously those are like good things and whatever. But like, that's just not what you need yeah. sometimes, yeah. you know? So, yeah, like the positive quotes about situations, uh, hiding your emotions and ignoring your problems. Of course, we discussed this. Dismissing other people's negative feelings. Like if you're this is like the kind of the other way around. If your friend comes to you and they're like telling you about like, oh, my God, like, you know, I'm just like really going through it because of blah, 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 whatever. And you just kind of, you know, you're not actually like trying to help them or talk to them. You're just like, well, it all gets better in the end anyway. Yeah. So and then you just like ignore what they say. It's like, huh? No, like I hate you know? the friends that just come at you with like the quoted advice. That's yeah. Like, like honestly, my partner is guilty for this. I'll come to him for things and he'll be like, you know, you choose how you res- like you choose how you respond to things or you choose how you react to things. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, no, like it's not that thing just happened to me. I'm obviously going to be upset about it. Like, yeah. You know, I can't, I'm not just going to be like, oh, I. No, exactly. <laughs> you can't just like. 
you know, of obviously, course you choose how you yeah, deal with like, things, but at the same time, these positive quotes, like they're quotes for like a reason, you know, yeah. and whatnot. But you know, yeah, it's not <laughs> as it's not just that black and white. No, it's like, not. You know, like, like, allowed, like something happens and you it makes you feel yeah, like this one that I wrote down this quote happiness is a choice like that's like you know going to somebody that's like you know fucking down bad and sad and being like well you could just choose to be happy like it doesn't just work like that like you can't do that so this is like telling yourself these things and then also telling other people indication of toxic positivity I think the word like a good word to just remember is to always validate people always validate someone's feeling whether you think they're being your annoying friend who's complaining about the same guy over and over yeah. again. like no matter what validate them and then say whatever positive yeah. shit you want to no, say no exactly like, yeah. it just makes, like, it, it totally makes them totally get higher feeling more. yeah even if you don't agree like it just yeah, always will make course. the person like listen more and it's like so obvious when somebody's like just like you said like people that are just feeding you like generic like advice whatever and i get that honestly too if you are the friend that's just like not good at giving advice or you are not the friend yeah. that has like the energy to like you know say like this that and the next thing then i would rather just say that should be like honestly that's really shitty i if i'm being totally honest i don't really know how i can help you yeah you know i'm not the person for that you know yeah and that's why i go to my like i mostly would go to my girls for things like that's why i don't go to my partner for certain things because i know he's gonna come at me (laughs) i remember in like 2020 when i was going through my breakup i went to go talk to my friend luke who's one of my absolute best friends i love him but like somehow like i ended up just like opening up to him about like things and i was expecting like a better response and he was like he like snapchatted me i was like yeah that's tough (laughs) that was like it and then i was like I forgot for a sec that I was talking to a man. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was then so it's like, funny. It's so random because some men pop the fuck off. Yeah. Like I, I'll reach out to like my hometown friend and he'll like send me a novel. I'm like, yeah. And then I'll send it to another guy and he's like, sucks. Yeah, I'm no. Like, okay, never mind. It depends. Go to the girls. <laughs> no, literally back to the girls. Yeah. Um, also, why? Uh, oh, the I f- saw this on this like website. Toxic positivity versus optimism. This quote says, people going through trauma don't need to be told to stay positive or feel that they're being judged for not maintaining a sunny outlook. So, you know, there's obviously a line between, you know, optimism and toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is like you're just straight up ignoring the bad in your life and just acting like everything's all good. Optimism is you recognizing that maybe things are shitty or you're going through a negative situation, but you're like, all right, this is it's like, you know, it's okay. Like, I'm going to get through this thing and, you know, there's going to be a brighter future and everything like you're still acknowledging the feeling. So, you know, being optimistic is a great thing. The toxic positivity, not so much because you're just flat out ignoring how you feel. Yeah, it's like if you go through a breakup, you can ignore how you feel and sleep with a bunch of people right away. Or the optimistic route is to be like, I'm going to work on myself. Yeah, I'm going to work out. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Like cry, feel the feelings, but know that there's, you know, a chance for you to like work on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So why toxic positivity is quote unquote so toxic as if we didn't already go over it. Big thing. Number one, it shames people. Number one. Yeah, it shames people. There's guilt attached to it. You're avoiding crucial human emotions. And also this one, it prevents growth, which is so true because if you're not, you know, able to talk about your emotions and get things out and work through them, then you will never know how to cope with those emotions. Yeah. And then that could lead to more problems down the line of you just not, you know, you bottling things up and exploding and not knowing like deal with things as they happen. Yeah. Because if you don't, it catches up and it's like breakups yeah are the one that we keep saying but like grieving is another example like 
a lot of people like it's a common thing to lose someone and then they're, they're just like a yeah. lot of people move on right away and then years later this happened to a good friend of mine she like lost her brother went to school the next day no problem all good like yeah carried and on then all the five sudden, years later she is a train wreck yep. now and it like you have to deal with things as they come because if you don't like it's you know what just that kind of reminds me of um this is like so random but you remember the dolan twins yes you remember they did like that like documentary or docuseries or whatever it was with Shane Dawson Mm -hmm. and in it they like finally decided to like take a break from YouTube because they like were just pumping out content and working and it was almost like a distraction from their dad's death and Mm -hmm. they didn't even process the death yeah so like a year later they finally like took the time off to like really like process and grieve and like do that for themselves so yeah it kind of reminds me of that they probably had to have lost them at a young age uh they i mean i think they were in their early 20s oh wow maybe maybe teens i i'm I not mean, sure that kinda, don't quote me on that that's I know what probably happened. a lot of fans of them i lost my best friend when i was 17 three years later i got diagnosed with ptsd because i never mm-hmm. ever dealt with it yeah. at the time i literally just i mean i was very sad but i like never went to therapy or anything yeah like, nothing so it just like catches up to you it's and the older you get you learn that and it's just best to just deal with things as they yeah. come. like it really is it really is take the time you need um so anyways, kind of just wrap this up, wrap this up. I mean, we went over like all the toxic positivity things, how to like, you know, kind of like deal with and, you know, and so, you know, just be realistic about how you feel. Be open about how you feel, even if it's just with yourself, you know, if you're, you know, obviously you don't have to just be putting on this like facade to other people, you put on the mask to yourself. So, you know, be realistic, take it off, be real about how you feel, get it all out and put your feelings into words. That's another little like tip and whatnot you know don't just be like you know not talking about it or you know just constantly being happy and whatever if you're feeling upset put it into words for yourself I am feeling upset because of this thing yep. and this is what I'm gonna do to improve so yeah I, I feel like this was a really good episode I'm really happy there's some avoidant ass people right now that are like damn yeah big sign of toxic positivity avoiding avoidant people so yeah I feel like when you hear the term toxic positivity you're kind of thinking of that person that like says like just say positive blah blah, blah but also yeah. it brings to mind like I know someone that's just like super avoidant yeah. like she's not like a very positive person yeah. but she's so fucking avoidant yeah and that's just like another way of just being like oh it's fine under the rug like yeah. whatever you might not be like no, that absolutely. corny positive person but yeah so exactly. many people are so avoidant yeah like, no crazy. there's the side of it that's exactly that like just being overtly positive like yeah. oh my god it's fine everything's good it'll work itself out and then like you said the avoidant person that's just kind of like ah like whatever but those elephants under the rug. in the room like fucking catch up to you yeah like you have to deal with things yeah you gotta deal with them as like come up but yeah all right guys well that's it for this episode because as you guys know we announced in the last episode no more gin and tips uh we're gonna bring back a version of it probably in season three um but we'll tell you guys all about that me and lily a big just all of a sudden like mind blown like you know that like meme of that guy going yeah like that was like us last week with like how we want season three to go so super hyped about that but on that note we're gonna wrap this up perfect timing it is yeah. 6 58 i said i, I needed to be done by seven o'clock i'm impressed to be out the door by 7 God i came early period Perfect. yeah no this was great but all right we love you guys make sure to go uh i'm what oh yeah go follow us <laughs> like, huh? i forgot it <laughs> go follow us on our social media at gin toxic podcast on twitter dash x tiktok 
and Instagram. I hate saying X, but I'm gonna say it now. Uh-huh. I'm gonna do it. So okay, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, X, whatever. Hello? I don't fucking care. At Gin Toxic Podcast. If you find us on anything, we're at Gin Toxic Podcast. Um, FYI, we also, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, you already know that. But if you're listening on Spotify and stuff, we did switch our channels back to the old Gin and Toxic channel. So make sure to go subscribe to that. Uh, don't DS, don't DM us submissions for Gin and Tips. Because we're over that. Yeah, it's done. Um, so that's done with. You can follow us on our personal social media accounts. They are always linked below. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Technically, Jenny Tips is now just going to be like your life coaching service. Yeah. <laughs>